how much do North Carolinians enjoy expressing their love and appreciation on Valentine's Day? A majority of residents were interviewed for the 100th High Point University poll, seeing the gift-giving tradition of Valentine's Day as a positive part of the holiday. There are some who see it as negative. Joining us now is Sadie Elder, a High Point University Associate Professor of Psychology. Sadie, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. So how strongly do North Carolina residents see the gift-giving portion of Valentine's Day as a vital part of Valentine's Day? Well, it turns out a majority of residents that were asked said that they saw the gift-giving aspect of the holiday as a positive thing. So I, I love that. I'm a big believer in making time for your romantic partners and trying to do something nice. So whether it's a Hallmark holiday or not, any opportunity to remind your partner what makes them so special and how much you care about them, I think that's a great idea. And I'm thrilled to see that people also uh, seem to agree with that part of the tradition. So that kind of leads into my second question here. And it's an indication of what the answer would be. How many people responded that they enjoy Valentine's Day? Ah, we had, again, the majority of people say that they enjoy the Valentine's Day holiday. Yeah. So respondents clearly view it as something that is special. Is it something, do they view it as something only special between them and their partner or to their family as a whole? So this is the first year we've asked that question. We've asked some of the other ones in past years. Uh, but this year we ask, do you celebrate it? Do you give gifts? To other people in your family. And as it turns out, the majority of people don't. I'm actually a mom, and so of course I get something for my spouse, but I also always celebrate these holidays with my daughter as well. So I'm, I'm was surprised that we didn't see more people showing that they did that with other members of their family as well. But who knows? Maybe I'm in the minority there. Yeah, that's interesting because I would have thought that more people would have uh, extended that. I get Valentine's every year. My aunt will give me a Valentine. She'll <laughs> send one from to uh, was it Valentine, Pennsylvania? I believe it is. Oh, that's wonderful! I had not heard of that. Yeah, and then she'll have it postmarked there, and then it's sent right back to my mailbox, and I get it opened up right there. She even did it for my what mother's dog. Tradition. Yes. Tell me about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you also th- this poll also looked at single people, and how many said that they are looking for a relationship? So as it turns out, it didn't feel like a majority of people said that they were you know, looking for partners during this Valentine's Day time. It puts love on the mind. And, you know, if you turn on the television or listen to the radio, it feels like everyone's talking about love this time of year. So the question is, does it make single people want to be in relationships any more or less? And it doesn't appear that it kind of pushes singles in that direction. We're not seeing that. That goes into something actually we were talking about yesterday with someone else, and that's that people who have been single, I was talking to an author of a book who's in her 40s and has remained single, um, once they reach that age, they're at a point where they can separate the distinction between being by themselves and being alone. And just because they're by themselves doesn't mean that they are alone, and that's important to do. Do you find that more people are fitting into and understanding that mindset? So that's a great question. I'm actually a social psychologist by training, although I do work with the Survey Research Center at High Point University. And there is this growing body of literature in psychology about being single and how there is this stigma against being single. But as it turns out, there is a large number, a growing number of Americans that are just choosing 
to stay single. This isn't something that is happening by accident or, or whatnot. It's just, it's a life choice. And so as people start to embrace this possibility, um, we see more and more people moving in that direction. And I think we're going to see less and less of a stigma associated with that. Because I think in some cases, people are concerned about the amount of obligations that being in a relationship has and the various <laughs> choices and, and, and they're just having to deal with, you know, having a large part of your life and someone else's hands. I think that's a huge thing to consider. So I'm a faculty member at HPU and a lot of the people that I talk to relationships or talk relationships with are college age and they are not particularly ready to think about the sacrifices it takes to prioritize another person's uh, emotions and needs and goals on the same level as your own. But I will say the research on romantic relationships tends to show that being in healthy relationships is really good for us. People need people, whether that's in friendships or romantic relationships. But as it turns out, there's a trend that as we get older and older, we tend to get more connected in a romantic way um, with someone so I get what you're saying about the obligations, and I think that's a really like nice point that grows out of what we were talking about with the Valentine's Day literature. It doesn't look like people are seeing that gift-giving tradition as an obligation, like, oh, I've got to buy flowers or make dinner or whatever. People tend to embrace it, and they see that as a positive aspect. And hopefully it's just reminding them that while we do put a lot into our relationships, we get a lot out of them as well. Regarding the survey, once again, how many people use online dating sites or apps based on this survey? This is an interesting question, and as it turns out, we're seeing not as many North Carolinians as maybe other polls. So obviously when we get our data, we compare it to other polls that have been done by Pew Research or Monmouth University or other places. And I'm always surprised that we don't have more people that are saying they have met their partner or used online dating. Um, But let's see, it looks like um, two-thirds of our participants, so about 66%, said that they have not used an online dating app or website. Um, which that seems like a high number, and it could very well be just the potential people that we polled, um, because it tends to be that this is a growing trend. You know, I don't think people are using the online dating websites like Match or eHarmony to the extent that they were, but people are meeting people through, you know, Tumblr or just, you know, DMs on Instagram, and that is an absolute growing subsect of how relationships are getting started. And as it turns out, the research shows that regardless of how a relationship starts, Once it finally gets in person, whether you met online or you met the old school face-to-face way, those relationship dynamics are pretty much the same. And that relationship is going to be just as happy and healthy and successful as it would have been otherwise. Absolutely. It's very interesting how social media has adjusted things and uh, it's impact to the world of dating. And it's going to continue to regardless of the various forms it's going to take. Well, absolutely. Sadie, thank you so much for your time. The great discussion here, Dr. Sadie Elder from High Point University, Associate Professor of Psychology. Sadie, thanks so much. Have a great Valentine's Day yourself, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, you as well. Happy Valentine's Day.